What's up, Steeler Nation? It's your boy Dudek from the Bird Cave. And I want to talk to you guys about this season a little bit. It's a bye week, so I thought it'd be a great way to just sit here and rap for a few minutes here. But before we start, I do want to make one thing very clear. I love me some Steeler Nation. I love y'all. I'm sorry. I mean yes. I love yes. A lot of teams claim to have a nation, if you will. But think about it. There's only one team. Ask 31 other cities who actually has a nation. Who takes over their damn stadiums every week on road games? It's Steeler Nation. There's no. You don't see an Akron Hines. You don't see, okay, yeah, there's a couple 49er fans here, and I think just a couple Steeler fans just trying to make make a profit on the, on the tickets, but there is no team like the Steelers that takes over opposing stadiums. I am a proud-ass member of Steeler Nation. However, however, this same passion that we have as a fan base gets us in a lot of shit on social media and it skews a lot of opinions. Excuse a lot of thoughts. Now, I don't say getting a lot of shit like no one's in trouble or anything. Obviously not. But what am I, but what am I talking about? So if you follow the Bird Cave, up at the Enzers with my, with my boys GB, Black Sun Zoo, Jared Brown, the Bald Thunder, AKA Juan Johnson, AJ, we talk about something called the Yenzer Narrative. So what is a Yinzer narrative? And by the way, you guys get some free music in the background from Apple Music's 90s hip hop, best genre of music ever. So what is this Yinzer narrative? It's a place where all football logic goes to die. What I mean by that, any player, coach, whomever, goes to this Yinzer narrative, they sink their teeth into a player or a coach and it's just all bad all the time. Run his ass out of town, trade him, cut him, demote him, whatever it is. When Yinzers sink their teeth into a player or a coach, it's a wrap. This player or coach could actually save a family member from dying and you would thank him and then you'd wanna still cut him. Recent people of this group, Devin Bush, Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris, old Ben Roethlisberger, Todd Haley. Mike Tomlin might be the president of the Yinzer Narrative Club. And this list goes on and on. Juju because of his TikToks. So what do you think about this? Look at Deontay Johnson. Do you miss him? I sure as hell do. Deontay Johnson is a top three to five route runner in the NFL. Do you think... He is needed in this offense? Of course he is. That would only make George Pickens better. Allen Robinson better. Fryermuth better. Because it opens things up. I did not say he's a top three to five receiver. Listen to me. Not a top three to five receiver. He is a top three to five route runner. He gets separation. You can't deny that. Now, he gets separation, catches the ball. He might His ass may run backwards. That's another story. I think he's just trying too hard to make a play. Deontay Johnson needs to be in this in this offense. If he is, this offense looks completely different. Think about it. Since he entered the league, Deontay Johnson is top 20 in receiving touchdowns. That includes his year with zero. 
This dude did not forget how to catch touchdowns. Catching touchdowns as a receiver, it's a multitude of things. It's not necessarily all his fault. Sometimes it is. But it's, it's, it's a collective unit on why he did not score a touchdown. Trust me, going zero touchdowns, having zero touchdowns in, in the season, that's an outlier. That, that shit ain't going to happen. But the latest man in this year, Yinzer narrative, and he deserves to be there, is Matt Canada. Now, before we go any further, first of all, let me take a swig of this uh, fake slide by Southern Tier. Shout out to Southern Tier. This is fan-freaking-tastic. Give me a second. Matt, can't, I, if you listen to any of the Birdcave podcasts or up at the Yenzers as well, you know I have been on record as many of us have. We don't, I did not want him here. None of us really wanted him back. The, 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 the schemes that he has, it's just not, it's not there. So I mean, here's the thing though about this Yenzer narrative. Everything that goes wrong is Matt Canada's fault. And I'm here to say, and by the way, like I said, I want him gone. Everything is not Matt Canada's fault. So let's just stop complaining, right? I would love to see him let, relieved of his duties during a bye week and give the play calling duties to Glenn Thomas or, or, or Mike Sullivan. Hell, we can't get any worse. But I also don't think the Sears offense is going to get any higher than, say, 20 in the NFL, maybe 18, 19. The foundation is, is, is not there, by the way. They're, they're not going to become an explosive offense just by getting rid of Matt Canada. But what do I mean by everything is not Matt Canada's fault? So an offensive production is threefold. It's the scheme and the foundational, you know, the install. That's done. Matt Canada's play calling, his personnel groupings, it's, not, it's just not for the NFL. The second really is the execution of the offense. Because there has been times, though not many, he's called good plays. But they're just simply not executed for whatever reason. And then there's also individual performances, Mason Cole. That the players just get beat one-on-one -on -one and they blow the play up. Mason Cole gets bum-rushed, or bull-rushed, excuse me. He gets bull-rushed in, in, up the middle. That's not a Matt Canada thing. That's a, that's a Mason Cole thing. Najee Harris doesn't hit the hole. That's not a Matt Canada thing. That's a Najee Harris thing. And I love me some Najee Harris. He is the top back in this offense. But there's times he misses the hole. But there's also times where the hole's frickly not there. If the offensive line can't block. Is that a Matt Canada thing? Maybe. But a lot of times one-on-one, -on -one, that's not a Matt Canada thing. And the individual performance is a third cog. Like I said, Kenny Pickett. Love me some Kenny Pickett. And I am still patient with this man. He's only started 17 games. 95% of the quarterbacks need about 30, 35 games. I've said this a zillion times on social media and, and anybody who's talked ball with me. The 5% are the outliers, meaning you know they're going to be great or you know they're going to be just straight NFL trash. Not trash in general, just NFL trash. You got to give these guys time to develop. And part of that development, which Yenzers do not have any patience for, and a lot of football fans don't, not just theater fans. They want this guy to be great like this. And that ain't going to happen for the majority of the quarterbacks. 
Let's see what Kenny Pickett looks like at the end of this year. So I'm here to tell you, stop complaining and bitching every week on Twitter, on social media, please. Now, and you guys are fans, you're more than welcome to, 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 to voice your opinions, but why do we complain from Saturday at 4.30 all the way up to the following Sunday at 1.05 about the previous game, win or lose? Shit's not gonna, it's not gonna get any better. They're not gonna fire Matt Canna. And by the way, shout out to Cedar fans. I think it's kind of petty, but I also think it's kind of funny that the fire Matt Canada signs have actually infiltrated hockey games. I love it, but I hate it, but I love it. Keep it going, but unfortunately, this man ain't going anywhere, so we just gotta deal with it. So Matt Canada's gotta, got, he's gotta go. I, I give the play call to Glenn Thomas, Mike Sullivan. Um, I just don't think the Sears offense is going to get much better. This offense is having negative effects on the defense because they're on the field too much. So where does this leave us for the rest of the 2023 season? Before the season happened, I predicted 12 and five for the Steelers. Where did I come up with this record? Three and three in a division, one game that they're going to lose that they should lose, and then one of those what the games. They would lose. Unfortunately, they got those out of the way. San Francisco, they got boat race. They should have lost that. San Francisco is probably a top two or three team in the NFL, if not the best in the NFL. And then the WTF game is the Houston Texans game. So, but the offensive issues, I'm not so confident in, in my 12 and 5 record prediction. But here's how they could happen this Rams game coming out of the bye is very important. And here's why because after that, they have three straight home games. Against, um, I have it written down here, Jacksonville, Tennessee, and Green Bay. Get two of those, plus the Rams game. That's a 3-1. That puts you at 6-3. and three. Then you got Cleveland, Cincinnati coming up. Let's just say you split those games. Cincinnati seems that they might be able to figure themselves out a little bit here and there. So now you're sitting at 7-4. Seven, 7-4, seven excuse me, then with home games with Arizona and New England. They need both of those games. I'm not confident they can but they would need both of those games. Now, if they were to get both of those games, they're at nine and four. And I don't care what anybody says, if you say this team right now, after that is sitting at nine and four, we would take it in a heartbeat. If you're not, you're shitting yourself. I don't care what it looks like, you're nine and four. Indy is a toss up game. I don't, I can see them getting boat raced and I can see them winning that pretty handily. We'll see if Richardson is available. I know he's been hurt. The Bengals game becomes a must win. So let's say going into the last two games of the year, they're 10 and five. They got back-to-back -back road games with Seattle and Baltimore. I wouldn't feel confident with that. However, it seems like at the end of the year when their backs are against the wall, they play their best ball. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's always too little too late for that. Maybe it's 11 and six season. I don't know. This is a this is a this is a stupid prediction. Obviously, it's a very safe prediction. Anywhere between twelve and five to eight and nine, I can see it. I know a lot of users would love to see eight and nine, just to give Tomlin a losing season. And shame on you for that. Shame on you. Your your narrative, your negative narrative, aka Yinzer narrative, is seemingly more important than this team's success because you want certain people gone. I got nothing to say for you for that. I'm a fan of this team. I want this team to win every damn game that they play. It's just not going to happen, but I want them to win every game. 
We should all be fans together, rooting our team every week to win. And I know deep down we want our teams to win, but let's not let this Yinzer narrative group, certain players or coaches that we got gripes with, get in the way of this team's success. We're Steeler Nation. Stop with the pettiness on social media. Yeah, you can have your opinions, but stop with the pettiness. We're Steeler Nation. We have the best goddamn football team in, in the NFL. Maybe even the best sports franchise in all of sports. Let's act like it. The rest of this year, let's, let's, let's right this ship. Whether Canada's here or not, we have no control over that. Let's just root this man on and then just kick his ass out after, in the, the offseason. I know there'll be a celebration if he is gone in, in, in the bye week. I'd be, I'd be leading that celebration with my towels. He's probably not going to go anywhere, so let's just root on this team. And let's go. We get, we get, let's get to the playoffs. Let's get a playoff win this year, and we'll see where the chips fall. And um, who knows? The AFC can be had this year. I don't know if anybody can get Philly or Sam Fran, but... The, so I had to get a little bit of a rant out. So this is, is what it is. It's a Saturday afternoon, watching some college ball here in the man cave. Um, I appreciate Steeler Nation. I appreciate everyone's passion. Let's just calm down a little bit and just be a fan of the team, huh? Uh, so join us in the Bird Cave. Follow us on Twitter at Bird Cave. Hang out with us on YouTube. Hang out with us on Millions.co uh, for some live streams. And check out us. Um, get yourself some Bird Cave merch, t-shirts, sweatshirts. Um, be, be, be a part of the, uh, the coolest man cave in Pittsburgh, and um, we'll talk to you guys on the next one. Take care. Peace out. Let's go.